News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. It is International Fraud Awareness Week and we've teamed up with Bank of Ireland to help educate and inform how to protect our online profiles. Uh, we'll be joined by a number of anti-fraud experts throughout the week to help cut through the jargon, drop the confusing terminology and land the simple message. Stop, think, check. Let's get the take of CEO of Cyber Risk International, Paul Dwyer. Paul, how easy is it to get hacked? Well, unfortunately, we're extremely hackable, uh, Shane, usually down to a lack of cyber hygiene, what we refer to as cyber hygiene by individuals. So it makes it easy for the fraudsters to carry out what they're going to do. Um, the, the inverse of that is true, that if we actually carry out some cyber hygiene, and by that I mean things like updating our phones, update, uh, our devices that we're using on the internet, it makes it very difficult then for um, the, the bad guys to be successful in hacking us. But without those basic things being put in place, it actually makes it very easy for them to hack us. Okay, I suspect when it comes to uh, online hygiene, I have very bad BO. What are the classic mistakes people make? Well, the classic mistakes are things like, as I say, not uh, performing updates when they're they're recommended on your phone, your laptop, your device, whatever it happens to be. These are the sort of basic controls, ha- having long, uh, complex passwords, uh, multi-factor authentication, um, antivirus software installed in devices. These are the basic kind of controls that we need to put in place to stop making it easy for the bad guys to be able to carry out these kind of uh, these kind of attacks. Is it a bad idea to ha- to use the same or similar passwords for multiple accounts? I mean, I, the problem with not doing that is it's bloody well impossible to remember what your password is. Um, and it's a good thing if it's impossible, right? Because <laughs> we should have different passwords for all our different systems. Um, and you can use uh, essentially what what is like a digital safe for your passwords. Um, there's lots of free ones available as well, um, such as KeyPass is one that I would mention. And these are ones, the reality is that we often have hundreds of different accounts and therefore hundreds of different passwords. Uh, we need to change them regularly. Um, we need to make them um, as sophisticated and long as we can and certainly don't share them with anybody. Um, you know, I often say to people to use the underwear rule, which is, you know, um, you want to change your passwords regularly. You don't want to show them to anybody and you want to make them exotic. And that's an easy way to remember how to to manage your passwords. Okay, I'll definitely remember the underwear rule from now on. Um, Tell us uh, about RIP.ie. How do hackers take advantage of that? Well, it's a lot of these uh, hackers uh, will look at ways of circumventing what's happening in real life, if you like, and what's happening in the cyber world. And one of those things is that they will often look at obituaries. Um, and find out that people, for example, may be uh, visiting a funeral at a particular time and therefore they know that a house is um, empty and may be an easy target for someone to steal from them. But there's also more sophisticated uh, frauds that we've seen ongoing where they'll actually visit funerals, they'll befriend people, pretend that they are a friend of the deceased and they will build up relationships uh, with the aim to carry out scams. This is happening in Ireland and abroad. This is an international uh, scam and we often find this that that it works in one region and then will be adopted quite quickly around the world by fraudsters operating in different regions. Okay, so just to summarize, uh, for people listening today, uh, they want to keep, obviously, we all want to keep ourselves safe from hackers. Uh, just the, the, the do's as far as you're concerned, what should they do? 
So look, the thing is about being savvy and being aware. And, you know, it, just because we, we've got Black Friday and Cyber Monday coming up, it's not that one day that hackers are trying to get into your account and steal your, your data, your passwords. It's pretty much every day because it's a trillion dollar economy. We want to make it difficult for them. And difficult doesn't for them doesn't make it difficult for you. It just means that we followed certain protocols, certain hygiene protocols, if you like, um, in relation to things like doing the updates, not clicking on suspicious links, um, making sure that we're, we're using uh, passwords and change them. But but basic other things like that multi-factor authentication, that's something you can switch on on most of your accounts. And, and it's very effective in making it difficult for, for the bad guys. Those kind of basic things are the equivalent of not leaving your front door open, not leaving the windows open in your home and making it easy for criminals to carry out what they want to do. And finally, is it the same for businesses? Are they more at risk from attack, do you think? There, everyone is at risk. Individuals, small businesses, large businesses. There tends to be different kinds of attacks used on businesses. Um, but but the, the human is always the weakest link. So it's the human in the business that tends to be targeted. Um, and often there can be um, uh, similar scams that are carried out in individuals, such as what we call romance scams, where they will build up a relationship with somebody online. They will get them to reveal something that's embarrassing and then hold it against them, whether that's a video or whether it's a, a log of a chat that they've had with whatever it happens to be, and they will use that to, to, to coerce them into cooperating internally within a business. Um, and we often see, Shane, as well, the, these scams are not just done purely online. There will be that uh, relationship between the real world as well, where they might use information gained online to carry out a scam in the real world or a theft in the real world. And we see that with things like people posting pictures of, you know, a new bike or an, uh, uh, something valuable they've just bought and not realizing that the GPS coordinates of that item are actually in the photograph and you're literally giving them the step-by-step instructions of where to go to get it. Okay, really sound advice. Paul Dwyer, CEO of Cyber Risk International. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.